How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakori as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. One of the nature of Christ is love. There are two things on earth that is so practiced in heaven. The language in heaven is faith and the character is love. Because God called the things which be not as though they were. So God obeyed by faith. When Jesus cast the fig tree and the disciples say, Master, the fig tree you cast is with away. He said, have faith in God. It means that the literal translation says, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes in what he said. In the book of Genesis, Genesis is the handiwork of God. Revelation and Ephesians talk about the predestiny or predictions of what is about to happen. Them that he predestined, he called. So God is an architect. The architect doesn't build, but he put the drawing on the paper for the builder to use the drawing to build. So God imagined how the world is going to be. And in Genesis, he started calling them. So you see two things there, and God said and God saw. And God said and God saw. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the sea come, and the sea came. So in the faith operation, you must say it and believe that you will see it. Prophet Nanaseo Pukuksakodie is an end-time season firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. Somebody is breaking through. Amen. Line upon line. Precept upon precept. Yes, Lord. Here a little, there a little. Amen. Somebody is advancing in the realms Amen. of the spirit. Well, listen, let's get to the recovery business. Yes, sir. I was there, a word dropped in my spirit. The Lord came to me and said that I am a God who is in a recovery business. Ah, ah. Oh, those who shouted, ah. you have already started recovering. First Samuel chapter 30, I'm reading from verse number one. Keep standing after the word, you can sit down. Hallelujah. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south. Anything that has invaded your territory, God is about to give you a restoration. Amen. And Ziklag, and smitten Ziklag, and burn it with fire. And verse number two said, and has taken the women captives that were daring. Hey, if you want to see the strength of a man, take his wife. Hey. Oh, hallelujah. Hey. They slew not any, neither great nor small, but carried them away and went on their way. Wow. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire and their wives, their wives, their wives, their wives. If you want to see the tears of a man, steal his wife. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Wow. Then David and the people that were with him, the mighty men, him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no power to weep. It will never repeat itself in the Bible. <laughs> it will never repeat itself in the Bible. Men crying until they have no strength to cry. This is not a time when men are going to war. They have taken their wife and they cry until they have no strength to cry. Wow. But let's look at someone and say, you can't continue crying all your life. Tell the person, you can't continue crying all your life. Uh, there's a place of tears. There's a place that you wipe up your tears and put on your warfare dress and begin to get down there and say, Satan, 
I'm not going to give you that nonsense. I'm not going to tolerate that nonsense. You have to get back to the camp of the enemy and take back what he has stolen from you. And David's two wives were taken captive. And he knew of the Jezerites and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelites. Two of them were taken away. And David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him. This is the price for leadership. When they get a breakthrough, you are a strong leader. Yes. When trouble comes, they want to stone you. Mm. Please, if you have a stone against me, throw it away. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the soul, the soul of all the people was grief. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord is God. This and I receive the same grace over your life. Amen. You cannot continue weeping because a boyfriend left you. There are other boys looking for another woman to marry. Ha. You cannot continue dream because you were divorced. There is another man who is looking for a woman who has been divorced to yes, marry. Yes, 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 yes. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Amen. Amen. If you don't walk out of your Egypt, you won't get to your Cana. You got to walk out of your past to get to your future. And David was greatly distressed. The Bible said David encouraged himself in the Lord is God. He didn't encourage himself in his academic excellence. He encouraged himself in the Lord. Look at what happened. Amen. And David said unto Abira, the priest. So the moment the encouragement, the spirit of encouragement came, the next step he take is spirituality. Not carnality. The moment the spirit of encouragement came, the next step was that, how do I get closer to God to solve this problem? And the Bible said that, and David said to Abiera, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I beg you, I pray thee, bring me Hita the ephod. It is a kind of equipment those that they used to inquire of the Lord. God speaks to me. And Abiera brought Hita the ephod to David. Ah, and David inquired at the Lord. Saying, shall I pursue after this troop? Now, that means that the people is going to deal with, they are so strong that his strength cannot pursue them. Okay. So, you want to make sure that he go by God's ticket. <laughs> this is the reason for this historic fasting. How many are ready to recover? Now, today, let's bandage the recovery. Okay. What they stole from your great-grandfather. <laughs> oh, let me find the people here. <laughs> <you. laughs> <laughs> What they stole from your grandfather. Hey! What they stole from your father. Hey! I say we are bandaging it. I will restore to you the years. <laughs> if you try to get only your restoration, you will not get much. A, a rich man's daughter can never be poor. So sometimes you are broke because they make your father broke. Let me find some better people here. Hallelujah. Who are, who are very rare. Listen. You can't be a son and be broke. So sometimes our struggle is because Satan make our father struggle. Oh. It ends at your place. Amen. I said the generational curse ends at your place. Amen. From you going, it shall be a generational blessing. Amen. It shall be a generational blessing. Amen. Some of you, eh? Your grandchildren will put their picture, your ah, picture, flame ah, it, ah. and say, This is the man that changed the history of this family. This is the woman that changed the history of this family. May that become your portion. Amen. I don't think any of my grandchildren will lift my picture out of their wall. 
it will be a generational picture. They will point and say, this man, this old man here, this man, this man. That is going to be our story. That is why we are fasting and praying. Yes. David inquired of the Lord. He didn't go by carnality. He didn't go by sensual understanding. He didn't stay in logic thinking. He stepped into spirituality. Bring me the effort. I want to seek the face of God. And David inquired of the Lord. Shall I pursue after this truth? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him. Pursue. But permit me to say it in a Nigerian way. Pursue. Pursue, pursue. Oh. Pursue. For thou shalt surely overtake them. And when thou fail, recover. Oh. I say by the time we get to the middle of this fasting, we are not even getting to the end by middle. Without fail, you will recover all. And without fail, recover how many? Did it, did it work? Jump to verse number 18. Jump to verse 18. I know everything of this scripture. And David recover all. That the Amarakad has carried away. And David rescued his two wives. And David recover all. I pray that this next few minutes, the word of God will be a blessing to you. Amen. In Jesus' name, maybe seated. Tell somebody, God is in the recovery business. God put man in the garden of God created created man and put him in a very beautiful garden. Hallelujah! The garden was very beautiful. Adam's garden was very nice. I mean, can you imagine God Himself created a garden? How would the garden look like? So the garden of Eden was a very nice garden. I want to start from the book of beginnings. Something happened there. And the devil came back and stole what God has done. Hallelujah. But because God is in a recovery business, he sent out Jesus Christ. Today I asked the Lord, why did you redeem man? You know what? The devil prayer prayer said, what, who is man that thou art manful of him? He woke up and said, he couldn't understand why God is so interested in his whole thinking is about man. Everything is about man. And he said that we is man that that was so mindful of him. There is something about man that you cannot sleep because of man. Who is man? Who is man that that was mindful of him? That should extend that when man fell, you yourself took on flesh and came down. God loves you too much to leave you alone. Oh, you are not hearing what I'm saying. I said, me and you, God loves us too much to leave you alone. Why didn't he just left him to go? He should have left man to go. <laughs> Amen. Look at the you, you see you see the way David went there to rescue his wife. Why didn't God left man to go? Because man belongs to him. And because man belongs to him, he won't let the devil steal man from him. So whatever belongs to that enemy has stolen, you must go back and take it back. It is the principle of living. Don't just sit down and fold your arm and allow the devil to take that which belongs to you. Everything that belongs to God, God will not ever just allow it to go. In Psalm number 24 and verse number 1, it's one of my favorite scriptures I quoted. The earth is the loss. The earth, so the earth is not for the devil. The earth is what? The earth is the loss. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The word and that that dwell daily. Everything on this earth belongs to God including the devil. That is why God is not intimidated by the devil. The creator cannot be intimidated by the creation. It's not possible. 
Amen. No, the devil also believed that there is a God and they tremble. The devils believe there is a God and they tremble. The, God, the devil is not God's problem. Hallelujah. God's problem is your change. If you can change, then his glory can be demonstrated. How many are ready to recover something? Now listen, 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 listen. Let me, think. Let me put this one in your spirit. Hmm. One of the reasons why I love faith is that when it comes to faith, it is now. Let me try here and see. Somebody say faith is now. Now hear this. If you believe that God will make you a billionaire next year, then you can also believe for him to make it, make you a billionaire now. Before you clap. Because God will not be stronger next year than he is today. So anything you believe God can do tomorrow, believe him to do it. Just get your faith alive. Get it alive. The manifestation may delay, but the release can be now. (laughs) I am looking for something. Our mixer is giving us problem. We have ordered a new one from America. We have bought it. We have paid for it. The mixer has not arrived in Ghana. It does not mean it doesn't belong to us. As far as I'm concerned, we have a new mixer. The day it arrives is not the day we got it. The day we pay for it. Do you know those who are shouting, you caught it? Do you know something will happen to you in 24 hours? Do you know there's a possibility that somebody will drive a brand new car in 24 hours? Because God will not be stronger tomorrow than he is today. If you can believe he will do it tomorrow, then believe that he will do it. Once you got this one in your spirit, your apprehension, your anxiety, your sleepless night will end. This is the way it is. That is why I say, what things whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it. Ooh. What things whatever you desire. So you desire a white inflame. When you pray, Father, I need a white inflame. Believe that you receive it. Watch this. You see the way he's holding it. <clears throat> it is not completely. Believe that you receive that you will have it. Receiving is when heavy release. Having is when it drops in your hand. But watch this. Sometime between the receiving and the having, there will be a tie. That is why the principle says, see tie and harvest tie. That means between the seed and the harvest, there is tie. The problem is that you destroy the harvest in the period of the time. That is why God said, when I delay, I have no denial. Yep. Number two, I told you last week that his timetable is different from your timetable. He's never too late and he's never too early. God is always on time. So watch this. Your timetable is saying that you're supposed to marry last year. But God's timetable is that you're supposed to marry next year. When you have not got a husband now, it does not mean God has delayed. 
because he didn't promise to do it in your time. This one make your heart settles. When this thing happens, it make your heart be at peace. It just lets you keep on praying. It doesn't make you get discouraged in fasting for 100 days. Because the more you fast, the more you open up the heavens for things to do this upon your life. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? I say you will recover. Oh, I say you will recover. No. Don't even begin to look for new things. The recovery alone can take you the rest of your life. No, 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 no. When you try to get new things and recovery added to it, you cannot manage it. Because the recovery alone is enough. Israel has never gone to the promised land. They've never started eating the milk and the honey. But the gold they get from Egypt. 400 years of labor, God gave it to one generation. Because they cry for recovery. Hear this. He said, I have heard the cry and the of my children. This is what he told Moses. And I'm sending you. It's another thing you must understand. That no matter how you think, you don't believe in messengers of God. Sometimes God will forever, and not sometimes, forever God will use men and women. So, even though he wants to give you a breakthrough, there is a Moses that must reach you. There is a prophet, and I said that must be used as a contact. There is some, that's why you are sitting here. Are you getting it? So, God wants to reach you, but he has to call somebody, raise the person, train the person, develop the person, put anointing on the person, and use the person as a contact to reach you. This is what it is. No? He uses ordinary people. He can put an anointing in a shepherd's rod. And he says, it's an ordinary rod. But let me put my power inside. When you point that rod in the sea, they divide. That's what it is. So there's a realm you come to. I said, don't try to recover next year. Don't try to recover by the end of this fasting. Receive your recovery. Now. Or those who are saying, Amen. By the time we finish this one, you have a testimony. How many are recovering? How many are recovering? Ha! God is in a recovery business. It goes the same way. The word recovery can be synonymous to the word restoration. Something must be stolen for it to be restored. So David's wife was stolen. When David went there, the Bible said that, and, 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 and David came back with his two wives. It means that they were recovered. They were what? Recovered. The women were recovered. If he didn't recover them, now listen, sometimes you don't have a testimony until you recover. The recovery process is uh, put a testimony in your mouth. Assuming David went and came back and the wives were not with him, it means that David never have a testimony. But when you meet David, David will tell you that the Amalekites came to steal my wife and my children, but I have recovered them. So listen, if you build a house your father couldn't build, you have recovered. Amen. Ah, if you married a kind of marriage that nobody in your family has ever married, you have recovered something. Anytime you have something other people in your peers doesn't have it, it means that God has stepped into your matter. Get ready for recovery. Get ready for recovery. Get ready for recovery. Can I tell you another thing that recovery does? It eradicates the pains of the past. It makes you forget. 
Once the process of your recovery is established, you forget the pain of the past. Somebody say, I will recover all. I'm going to give you four spiritual promises of restoration. In the book of Joel, God said, the years the cankerworm must eat it, and left in the locust and the caterpillar, who I will restore. Now, listen, when I was meditating on that scripture, something hit me from Joel chapter 2. I said, <laughs> if I give Adberica Crow, how many of you know Adberica Crow? Amen. Two, Pastor Elijah, and he eat that very carefully. Swallow it. Go to his belly. Digested. Some became blood for living. Some became an excretor. And God came and said that that very carefully that and Pastor Elijah swallow. I will cause. I will recover. of God Christ this. What God is trying to say is that he doesn't care the state of the thing you lost. Can I give you a New Testament version? The man is dead and he's now stinking. Martha said, Jesus, don't go to the cemetery. This one, face mask cannot even handle it. Because face mask, you still breathe inside. You breathe. If the face mask can extract air from outside, I even believe Koro can pass through. Give me something that nothing can pass through. Are you getting it? Maybe it may limit it. Hmm? But watch this. Hmm. The man is thinking, decompose, swelling. So Jesus said, don't go to the cemetery. Please. This case is close. But God is in a restoration business. <laughs> Check. There is no rotting situation in your life that threatens God. I don't care how the business and the marriage and the family and the things are rotting. God has power to restore them back. And if you are shouting amen, you are the one. Here are four scriptural promises of restoration for this week and I will leave you alone. Number one, God will restore your soul. Those who say amen, it has already started. God will restore what? Your soul. In Psalm 23, and verse number three. Oh, if you permit me to read from verse number one, ha, Psalm 23 and verse number one. The Lord is my shepherd. If you cannot read this psalm, you are not a Christian. If you are here and you cannot recite Psalm 23, go back this night and start learning how to recite it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water and after that he restored my soul. It means that you can be going and your soul is gone. A lost soul leads to depression. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmities. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. Lift your hands and say, Father, restore my soul. Hey! God will restore your soul. If now, 
A lost soul means you have lost your peace. If you lose your soul, you have lost your peace. He restored my soul. Anybody that has lost his soul has lost his peace of mind. Peace is a fruit of the spirit. Peace is not getting a new car. Peace is not getting a new house. Peace is not when a man proposes. Those things can bring you happiness. But happiness is as a result of happiness. But joy is a fruit of the spirit. That means that there is no material thing you can get that can bring you peace. Peace is from God. There are some of you, young lady, you think that when you marry, you have peace. Ooh. There's a message God dropped in my spirit today when I was studying. It is not love alone that makes marriage become very solid. Love. If you enter marriage only with love, sometimes love can be a trap. What solidified knowledge? Uh, marriage is knowledge. See, what solidified marriage is what? Knowledge. So when you marry, you have to have knowledge about your wife. And you must have knowledge about your husband. Every love outside of knowledge will lead to corruption. There are men who said, I love my wife, but they are committing adultery. But when they have knowledge about the word of God, You remember that guy who met you and said he loved you that night he doesn't want to see your face. Where did the laugh pass? Don't pretend you don't know what I'm talking about. Remember, remember. Go to your memory bank. Amen. Are you getting a picture, man? Lift your hands and say, Lord, restore my soul. If you have lost your peace of mind and you are in a torment and anxiety. God will restore you this night. Hallelujah to Jesus. Romans chapter 12. Let me read from verse number 1. And beautiful be verse 2. I pursue therefore brethren by the message of God that present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service. Verse number 2. And be not conformed to this world but be it transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The safest place for every man to stay is stay in the will of God. When you are in the center of the will of God, don't be afraid of anything attacking you. The most dangerous place to stay is when you are out of the will of God. In fact, let me put it this way. The greatest attack of the devil on your life is to take you out of the will of God. Whatever you are doing, it may look successful now. If you are outside the will of God, it's heading towards a crash. So the problem is not whether this lady is beautiful. Is it the will of God for me to marry her? Is he going where I'm going? For instance, all the women here are Christians. All the ladies here who are not married are nice. But not every lady can marry a pastor. And those who can marry pastors who cannot marry businessmen. Your makeup 
and your nature and your temperament and the way God has made you, you are not a pastoral material. You are not an of mommy material. Amen. If you are made to marry a pastor and you want to marry a carpenter, you will send people with rope. The problem we are facing is not because God is not there. If you find yourself out of the will of God, and sometimes God destroys your relationship in your life to spare your life. He permits it to be destroyed because if you continue outside the will of God, you can lose your life before your time. May your soul be restored. I say may your peace of mind come back. This is our prayer point. He restored my soul. Amen. Amen. So the first restoration is what? Your soul. When your soul is restored. <laughs> I like the way some people say, I thank God for the salvation of my soul. When you become born again, and you are translated from darkness to light, it means that, you see, the whole thing about born again system is back to the garden of Eden. When we sin, he drove us out of the garden. So Jesus is the one who took us back to the garden. So when you are born again in the spirit, you are back to the garden. And in the garden, lions don't attack. Snakes don't bite. In fact, in fact, do you know that a python was in Noah's ark? But he never swallowed. Because the ark, because it's God's idea, and Noah was in the will of God. When Noah entered the ark, he was in the will of God. Because God wanted him to enter the ark. When you are in the will of God, dangerous things don't attack you. No. When you are in the will of God, the lion was in the ark, but it cannot attack. No. It can't. Because you are in the will of God. No. If you mix it next time, make sure you are in the will of God. Don't try to be outside the will of God. No. If you mix it first time, second time, make sure you find yourself in the center of the will of God. It will interest you, your father. I still pray to God and tell him that anything I'm doing that you have not called me to do, give me grace to come out of it. I don't want to. No. I don't want to. I don't want to. When I came to this land, they, they give us approval for buildings. I show it to him. I say, listen, I've come home, but I want to be sure. Are you sure you want us to be here? Look at the distance drive. If he said no, I'll turn back. No. You cannot come to a place like this if you are not in the will of God. Look at it. It's not academic excellence. No. Your success is not tied to academics. It is tied to your closeness to God. No. May the Lord restore somebody so here. <laughs> Number two. God will restore the material possession that has been stolen from you. I say every material possession that has been stolen, God will restore it. What did they stole from David? It was material possession. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 30. Strange scripture. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 6 verse 30. Men do not despise a thief. If he steals to satisfy his soul, when he is hungry, verse 31, but if he be found, he shall restore. How many times? 
He shall give all the substance of his house. Come back to New Living Translation. Let's read from verse 30 and let them understand. Mm. Excuses might be found for a thief who steals because he is starving. But those excuses will not hold. But if he is caught, he must pay back seven times. And in the context of this scripture, I want to put the devil as a thief in the center of this. So anything the devil has stolen from you, God say how many times? Oh, let me go to the people. Maybe they'll catch it. So if you are here, Satan has stolen your one million Ghana cities. You can imagine how many is coming back to you now. Oh, now let me tell you something. We are in a better covenant. What do you mean by that? In Job's time, he stole one and God make it two. By our time, God said it must come back one. Seven times. Today, I've given you a prayer point. Amen. Every material possession. That's why I use the word material. Because some of you will connect you to a wife. And the way the devil stole my wife then seven times. Because some people will make it a prayer point right now. The way that he's talking about it, it means that God can really restore a woman seven times. So. Material possession. Material. Has the devil stolen your car? Guess how many cars are coming? I'm not the one who said this in the Bible. But if he's caught, he must pay back seven times what he stole. If he, if he has to sell everything in his house. So if there's any other thing the devil has stolen, he must go and sell the people's things and bring it back to you. What you don't know, you don't know. Your material possessions are coming back. I say everything. Get ready. Listen, 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 listen. God gives you money so that you can have protection. Money is a defense. Wealth is a defense. Poverty is a curse. Don't entertain it. Don't ever be happy that you are poor. And don't be proud about it. I'm very poor, but I'm very spiritual. Mm. Mm. I even suspect your spirituality. Because you can never know the character of a poor person. So don't tell me your husband is humble. Wait until you become a millionaire. The true character of people shows up when they come to the place of wealth. Period. We have a prayer to pray today. It is very difficult to make conclusions about a poor person. Poverty can make you artificially humble. It's an artificial humility. It's not natural. No. People's true nature comes out when money is in their hand. Because money is a defense. No. God doesn't trust you until he puts money in your hand. That is why when he make Abraham where they tested him. Go and kill your son. Let me see. Whether you love your son more than me. So you cannot. Don't ever resent and be angry with people God has blessed. Anytime you are angry with wealthy people, your poverty is deepening. The greatest trouble that comes with the gospel 
the greatest attack. Let me tell you this. The greatest attack of the gospel in Africa is when they came to say that if you are serving God, you must be poor. It's the greatest attack. To the extent that society does not accept a Christian that has prospered. Do you know where? It's a mindset. It's a tradition. The God of Abraham is not poor. The God of Isaac is not poor. The God of Jacob is not poor. And Jesus said, Jesus Christ was rich, but for me and you sake, he became poor. That through his poverty, you might be rich. How is that? Somebody has paid for your poverty, but you still want to be poor. Let me tell you this. There is nothing difficult than serving God in poverty. You become a liar. You become a thief. You walk in immorality. And to probably you can lose your salvation. Most of the girls committing fornication in the church is poverty. Poverty can let a monkey sleep with you and buy you food. I hope the phone you are using is yours. And I hope you get it by hard working. Poverty can let you sleep with a man of your father's age. Poverty. Poverty. Poverty can let you lose your virginity when you are two years. Poverty. There's some of you that are shouting, you need to lose it at one year. So what the two years I'm talking about, what is the shouting about this one? May the Lord restore every material blessing you have lost. Okay? The saddest scripture in the Bible is where there is a man in the Bible in the Christian called poor wise man. Ah! Why did you add the poverty to his qualification? And the Bible says he used his wisdom to save a country. A whole country was under siege and the man used his wisdom. It means that nobody knows what he told the enemies. They turned back. The Bible says no one remembers him. And Solomon said, This is what I've seen under the sun. Wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, a poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. That is why Solomon makes a mistake. God said, What do you want me to do? He said, Give me wisdom. God knew that the wisdom alone will not help the guy. He said, I will add riches. So the riches that were attached to the wisdom, God added it. Because Solomon thought that when he has wisdom, he'll be okay. God said, no, they won't remember you. The queen of Sheba didn't travel to come only listen to wisdom. He came to see wealth. Amen. I said, fight poverty. And the reason you have to fight it is that some of us say, it, it has heavy, it's a heavyweight champion in our background. The family you come from. Look at the family house. Look at it at your bottom. Look at the family house. Look at your family house. Look. Poverty. It can let you grow older than your age. In fact, I even found out that a poor old lady will be called a witch. I'm telling you. 
So poverty can decorate you with witchcraft. The Queen of England is still wearing high hair. One of the wealthiest women on earth. 90 plus wearing high hair. Go to parliament and gives you. You are 23, you can't wear high hair. When I'm now in Antia. That kind of thing. You cannot wear high hair and walk. It takes some strong mentality to walk in a high hill. I'm telling you. No. Somebody's trying to recommend you to somebody. This is a guy I want you to marry. Here you are coming. Like that with that. Who's going to marry such a thing? No. There is a way a woman walks. be restored very soon the potentials will live in the richest place in whatever they live and we will not apologize to every devil what are you talking about you think I'm leading 100 days of fasting after that you become poor God forbid After this, if God doesn't prosper us, people will question God. Get ready to walk in unusual wealth. You will drive cars nobody else drive in Ghana. When we are in the street, everybody will notice that this guy is a portelier. This guy is a portelier. They are the one who drive cars like this. They are the one who live in places like this. Hey! May the Lord restore your material wealth. Some of you, after 100 days, say, the environment you live must change. Your area, if you are staying there, God can never prosper you. Never. You cannot prosper in that area. I don't want to mention that for you to be angry, but I'm telling you, there is an area you live. There is no way. Look at it. Leave your father and your mother and go to. It is where you are, I cannot prosper you. If I prosper you in the midst of this, this poverty mentality, people, they will kill you. So leave. And Ephraim never became rich until he left. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Watch this. Genesis chapter 12. God put the condition on it. Huh? And the Lord has said to Abraham, that time his name was called Abraham, leave. He said, get thee out of their country. The country itself has poverty mentality. From your kindred, the environment. Are you getting it? Huh? Go, give me the New Living Translation. Okwemi. Listen, listen to God's word. The Lord said to Abraham, it can be everybody. The way to personalize scripture is to put your name there. The Lord said to Nanasai, leave your native country, your relatives, your relatives, your relatives, your father's family, and go to a land that I will show you. When I go, what are you going to do? Verse 2, look at it. And I will make you of a great nation. But whilst you are there, I can't do it. If you are still there, this thing, I can't do it. I, I will bless you and make you famous. And you will be a blessing to others. It means that all these things, if you are still there, you can't do it. Abraham obeyed. Huh? Famous, you will make you famous. Look at the NIV version. Give me NIV version. Give me NIV version. Huh? Huh? NIV. He said, I will make you into a great nation. 
I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Now you will laugh with the message Bible. Watch this. Watch the message Bible. Look at it. I will make you a great nation and bless you. I will make you famous and you will be a blessing. The King James Version says, I will make you of a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and thou shalt be a blessing. All these things, if you are in your father's house, you can't do it. In between chapters, in between, when you continue reading down, the Bible says Abraham departed by chapter 13 verse 1. It means he has obeyed God, he has stepped out. By chapter 13 verse 1, and Abraham went out of Egypt. He and his wife and all that he had a lot with him. That one is another message. And Abraham was, and Abraham was, and Abraham was very rich. When the Bible says you are very rich, then you are very rich. But God said, as long as you are with them, I even discovered that it's very difficult to be a millionaire in a noisy environment. All the millionaires in Ghana, where they live, go to their communities quiet. You live in a place, somebody drives a motor, he has moved, there's a boop, 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 Then they leave the motor, boop, There's an environment you can't see those things. I see God restoring your material possession, changing your environment. Now, listen, let me tell you something. When you come to sleep in Portis, how do you feel? Look at the environment. Look at the, even the air that breathes here. The, the air in uh, Portis, even you, uh, 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 have you seen that air in your neighborhood? Where you live in Sodom and Gomorrah, this air, is it there? I see the Lord changing your territory. I'm telling you, and I'll tell you a story. Your material possession, God will restore it. No? All cars are not the same. No. They are not the same. They are cars that talk. They talk. I went to a big conference in America. A woman of God was preaching, giving testimony about his car. Rose Royce Phantom, my dream car. He said he was driving and the car said that the car mentioned his name. Her name and said, I am developing a fault and where you are going, I can only go with you for 10 kilometers. And now the end of the night, I'm going to go to the end I see God changing things around your life. Never be angry that other people are prosper. Step into their grace and prosper. Anytime you get offended about prosperity, you deepen your poverty. Rejoice with them that rejoice. Restoration. We are not just fasting for 100 days for nothing. If I do this 100 days, the anointing go back base in this place. If you put your head under that anointing, change your life for good. You cannot be anointed and be frustrated. It's going to happen. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. No, lift your hands. I refuse to be poor. God is the God of Abraham. Refuse. Everybody in the family can be poor minus you. I say restoration is coming. Hey! I say restoration is coming. Sure, restoration is coming. Now, 
Who is the thief that the Proverbs is talking about? He said, when you find the thief, the thief in John chapter 10 verse 10, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So if your car had an accident, Satan is stealing it. If you don't have money to pay your rent, Satan is stealing your peace. No. People who are living in their own house, they don't think about rent. By the end of this one, between now to next year, by this time, I declare land loss over all the Portarian family. Nobody will ever be a tenant as a member of this family. I declare and establish that everybody will live in their own house. Start the project. Small, small. My junior brother came to me. He has started a project. He has no roof it. Many years ago, he said, help me to go and rent a house. I said, no. Renting house is past. What about that you're building? He said, oh, I have no, I have roof it, but I have not plastered it. I said, you don't need to plaster. I told him, I said, I'll help you with the money. Go and plaster one room. Move with your family there and stay there. And start your life. And within three months, when I visited him, the whole house was plastered with a wall. And he was still living. I said, Listen, if you were still living in a rented house, you have not completed. <laughs> Today, some of you are enjoying all this air conditioning. When we started Porter, say, House of Prayer was not complete. Ask them, some of you are Sometimes we will be praying and rain will be falling. The building was half roof. We didn't have money to roof all. We roof half. And we were worshipping there. All this. Eh, eh, eh. Why have you not married? I have not bought all my things. What things? What things are you buying? Are you cooking a lion? What things are you buying? There are three things, important things you need to have your wedding. Get a ring. Don't go and buy gold. Go to Mokola. There's a ring this way. Just make sure it is yellow. That's all. Or gold color. That's all. Bring it to the pastor. You don't need a white gown. It's not in the Bible. Where can they? One yard. Ten Ghana cities. Do you know high target? Do you know high target? One yard. Buy three and a half years. You and the man, they say, the most important thing in wedding is I declare you husband and wife. Take the woman, go home and fire it and continue your life. That's all. You are disturbing. I'm putting wisdom in you. I see restoration coming back to you. All, all this prophetic stress you have put yourself in. Walking around and a wedding, in Yansa, and in Yansa, and in Yansa, and in you are going to do a parcel and a ketra. What could you have 10,000? People will not even eat the food. Those who have money will not eat it. Those who are poor, they will be stealing it. You give them a bag, they go and hide the camera, somebody like, no, I bet you bag, no, record, no, I bet you bag, no, record, and they'll be stealing it. And at the end of the day, no, you have nothing. 10,000 putting it in a treasury bill. When we are selling Israel, we can also give some to God. Restoration. Your material possession will be restored. When we talk to you about wisdom, listen. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Huh. Number three, God will restore health to you. 
Oh, I say God will restore health to you. I say your health will be restored. I say your health will be restored. Now listen, look at me. Healing, healing is God's responsibility. When we say God heals you, but your health is your responsibility. It means that to live a healthy life, you have to be responsible for it. What do we mean by that? It means that at a certain age, it's not every food you eat. And God is saying that the way you overeat and not fasting, now that you have obeyed your spiritual father, you are fasting, I will restore your health. Yeah. Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 17. It is there. Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse number 17. We are going to read this scripture in concept. This is what the Lord is saying. For I will restore health unto you. And I will heal you of all your wounds. Say yes, the Lord. It means that you lost your health. And God said, I will restore it. Most of the sickness in our body, it is not the devil. It is our indiscipline. 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 It's not every food I eat. No. The years I want to preach, I have to live in a certain life. Not every food I eat. No. I will not be able to stand and preach the kind of way I preach. It's not every food you eat. No. No. Listen to me very carefully. God said, I will restore health. Don't spoil your shape. Don't destroy it. You will need the shape to get attracted to a man. Man, look at the outward. All these boys that are saying me, I'm a spiritual boy, they see things. Okay. Okay. You walk around and deceive yourself to think that those guys, I'm the man afraid from on bumpy. No. Yeah. A prophet went to a man's house to anoint a king for him. The first guy that appeared, the prophet missed it. Somewhere is the prophet God says his word never fall on the ground. But appearance of Abinadad and area almost deceive him. He almost pour oil on the wrong person. God said, this is me. Ja, 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 ja. This is not the one. God said, I have rejected him. No, no. It means that if God didn't quickly come out, somebody could have anointed the wrong person. And Israel will have the wrong king. Because those guys appearance look like they are kings. Esther won beauty contest by appearance. It's not spirituality alone. Don't get in the name of fasting. You don't do your hair. You are numb. We do what to do. Some of you are rastered from 2017. It's still on your head. I don't know whether you are looking for an award. Only God can tell which an award you are going to receive. Change your style. Don't let your husband get used to your face. Change it. Change it. The greatest statement God makes in the Bible is that man look at the outward appearance. I'm not the one who said God said it. The one who created man said it. No matter how spiritual a man is, there is something in the woman that will attract them. It's not character alone they look. Because when they are presenting you in a, in, in, in a banquet, it's not your character they present. No. I'm telling you. Vasti was supposed to come in a banquet to show his beauty. The Bible says Vasti was supposed to come and show his beauty. So if Esther must substitute Vasti, he must be beautiful than Vasti. Hmm. Do you know how they my hand like this? Yellow card. 
It means a second yellow card leads to red card. Be careful. A lot of Christian women are losing their marriage because they are not wise. They are spiritual, but they are not wise. He said, man, people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. No, the father, your husband is not complaining. There's no me, it's not in him. I'm telling you the nature of a man. No, because no matter how good you are, somebody is always better. It means after you marry, there will be women your husband will meet that are more beautiful than you. There are men your, your wife will meet that are more charismatic than you. So it's not my wife that must advise me to look good. I must look good to myself. Period. So listen. Don't eat until you spoil your sheep. When your wife married you, you didn't have a pot belly. Now your wife is pregnant. You too, you are pregnant. Who is going to deliver? Don't get angry. I'm telling you, it's indiscipline. Flatten it. And get in a hundred days fasting and flatten it. I will restore. Listen, and it's God said, Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 17. He said, I will restore, I will restore. God said, For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee. So when you have lost your health, God will restore. God is a restorer of health. We're going to pray. Restore my soul. Restore my material possession. Restore my health. Why do you want to wait when God makes you a millionaire? Your health is down. No. 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 A baby form exercise. Anytime I travel, I see people running. You go to the gym. Go to the swimming pools in Ghana. Go to all the hotels. Only white people swim. We don't swim. We only go to the swimming pool with our boyfriend, girlfriend. Sit there, prata. You know prata, prata. When you sit in the water, you make prata. It's called prata, prata. That's all. You don't know how to swim. Now, we will even see the swimming as some kind of luxury say We don't see it as a necessity. It's one of the best exercises. It's only assuming that every part of your body exercises. The psychology of staying in the water alone relaxes your nerves and releases stress. No? We are always in life, we are always chasing money. Money. Some people, some of the people watching, they've never been to vacation. One day, I went to vacation in America and I took one of the guys who followed me to go there. And he was with us. And he saw the way I preach and the way I live with my family. One day I was there and said, Papa, I'm in vacation with my family for the first time. And he said, my wife said, I have yearned for this for 15 years of marriage. And then I open. <laughs> you are living your life as if you own Ghana. And as if everybody's problem is on you. We don't, we don't relax. We don't, we don't, we don't have life. We don't have life. We don't live. We only survive. The money you have chased and chased and chased, it doesn't cost you anything to have vacation in your life. It doesn't cost anything. It's called break. And living your normal stuff. No. And being there. And having time. Even God on the seventh day he rested. The whole system is changing. Whether you like it or the world has changed. Everything has changed. You think I don't have life? Come close. I have life. I'm a hard working man. But my life is planned. No. 
Every enterprise is built by wise planning. Wake up 4.30, come and sleep 12 midnight. Wake up 4.30, come and sleep 12 midnight. The day you break down, bah, you are broken down. God say, I will restore your health. Let the people around you sometimes have a relief. And don't keep your family under stress. It's a joy if you can afford to one day take your wife, travel to Buzia Beach, to Gakupi, somewhere outside Accra, book a hotel for two days, stay there with your wife. Don't let her cook. You go and give breakfast. You come back. Sometimes, out of that, your money, thousand Ghana cities can just fix that thing. And you are just, hey, mama's work. Because Juma, she said, Juma, you work. Some people work for others to eat. It's not a blessing. May the Lord restore everything that the enemy has stolen from your life. May your health be restored. Live a healthy life. No. No. Some of you naturally, not everybody will be slain. Not everybody will look like Jenna. Right? She won't go too much. Not everybody. Some people naturally, that's the way God created them. But don't go beyond. Don't go. Don't move from size 14 to 19. Don't. I feel like I Madam, what do you want to do? No. Don't just destroy your life. Don't. It, it takes, it takes. When you wake up and you see a brofono running, it's a lesson. They just want to keep a certain shape. No. I met a modeler. Is that what they call it? Eh? Those who more than one year, the girl was telling me the kind of life you must live to live that shape. And he said, he said, this is what I do for living. I was with him in the airport. Say, sir, this is what I do for living. And he said, no, this is the life I live to maintain this body. Where fast you between you? Where fast in two weeks? Where you move? Which means I said, Jana, mommy say hundred days with the best shape. The you eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, supper, you just eat, 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 you know. No. You can't live your life like that. No. You can't. You are somebody's wife. You are somebody's mother. You are somebody's husband. You are somebody. It's a selfishness to live a life that you don't consider other person. Now listen, I cannot say that say, Prophet Anna, if I develop poor belly Christ, my own body. No. The body also is for somebody. So why do you talk Now to me go to I used You have a problem. You have a serious problem, and you have to engage in a very dangerous fight. Don't spoil your life. When this covenant came, I was watching CNN that day. They say one of the people he killed in the West is obesity. I saw it. And the Lord told me in the prayer, I remember seeing and say, son, this is indiscipline. Somebody went to, when you go to America, there's a restaurant, it's like Chinese people do it. It's a buffet. When you pay 20 cities, you eat, you can eat how many plates. Somebody want to pay money and sit there. 
from eight o'clock, one he was there eating. So the Chinese people came and said, Please, if you do that, you we will lose. He said, Me too, I will lose. Yeah. Eating from eight o'clock to one, he said, You lose. What are you losing? See, the, the next time we went there, the restaurant has collapsed. The Chinese people have closed it down. May the Lord restore you, restore everything about your life. Don't let the devil just destroy you. Yeah? We cannot just come to you and teach you miracles, miracles, miracles. No, you don't live your life in miracles. There is even a place you cannot live by financial miracle. It means that you can have enough money in excess. There is a time you come to you shouldn't pray about money again. Because there's a cycle that brings it and multiplies it. If you have nothing, you live by a miracle. I used to pray on my cars. But where I am, I can't pray over a car. No. No, 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 no. When the man was driving a car, he got to filling station. He said he's starting the car. The car didn't start. I said, leave it, leave it, girl. Let another car come and pick you. Those days, I didn't have a camera there inside. And the world be coming, coming in the car, you know. But there's a realm you come to. Those, your wife, your life is more valuable than those things. No, if I'm driving my car, stop in motor, I'll bring another car, leave it there. They say somebody will come and cut, eh, make them become and them are, eh, a son of a future. They'll cut your ears. Leave your car. The car is more, val- your life is more valuable than the car. It is poverty. They want you to sleep in your car at the motorway. It's poverty. If you don't have a towing car to tow it at that time, make sure you don't risk your life for material things. No. Your life is more. Jesus said, a man's life does not depend on the abundance of the things he possesses. So he restores my soul. This fasting, the way is disciplining you and making you live your life and maintain your health. Lead a healthy life. Health is better than healing. If you are in a healthy life, you don't forsake at all. Amen. Are you getting it? Hallelujah. Live your life. One man challenged me and I follow him. His name is called Bishop T.D. Jakes. When Bishop T.D. Jakes was preaching, he was this size. He wrote a book, Lay Aside the Weight. When I read the book, I say, people don't make it by accident. He slimmed down one day. He came on the wife's row and said, I have a brand new husband. Hallelujah. No, some people are naturally the way God created them. They, they will be healthy with that one. Some people, even when they slim down, it's not good for them. Where they are, if they slim down, it's not good. But not you. No, you. But one day you are wearing size 19. What are you coming to do here? Stay at home. No. Some people are naturally, there's nothing they can do. You cannot be. I've seen young ladies who marry. And they were setting shape. And after they marry, they've, they've, they've increased their size by 10. 10. And then, then they are complaining, I won, I won. Other people have also given birth. And they didn't become the way you are. It's indiscipline. Because to slim down, it takes a lot of effort. You have to go to the gym, and gym is not easy. Waking up in the morning, it's not easy. Hallelujah. It's not. No. 16 years you can't walk. 22 years you can't walk. Health is your responsibility. Don't destroy your life. No. Don't. You are value. Somebody's life depends on you. So if you kill yourself, you have killed somebody. 
this is what God told Abraham. I will bless you that you will become a blessing. So the purpose of blessing is to become a blessing. And I fasting 100 days the other day. You, you should go 200. Finally, God will restore the year Satan has stolen from you. The year Satan, do you know the devil can steal your years? Yeah. He engaged you in unnecessary vision. Yeah. You can be 70 years and you have wasted 30 years. Recently, I read something three days ago that cried. A man was put in prison in America after 26 or 36 years. They find out that she was not guilty. It means that the enemy has stolen 26 years of his life. 26 years. Free. You can go and marry a guy and you disturb 10 years of your life for nothing. This is why we are coming to pray. Let nobody steal my life and my destiny. You can engage in a relationship and part of your years is gone. You can lose car. You can lose a lot of things. But the greatest treasure you lose is your time. The rich and the poor has 24 hours. The difference between is that some make good use of the time. Listen. Listen. Satan can steal your time and you yes. There is this family friend completed university. A guy came from America. All this thing about of your brother from Jama. Edema. She came to do the girl engagement and left. I'm working on papers. I'm working on papers. Seven years, he called him and said, he called the girl and said, Unyeku aware. It means that seven years of your time wasted. But why are you preaching like this? Whatever is wasted can be restored by God. So today I'm going to lead you in prayer that all the years you have wasted, may the Lord restore it back. And those who are saying amen is going to work. Joel chapter 2 verse 25. That's what God said. Can God restore years? Yes. I will restore unto you what? The years. The years. How did the years got stolen? It was stolen by a group of demons called Kankawem. Another one called Caterpillar. Another one called Palmerwem. Kankawem can be unnecessary. Some people go to school they are not supposed to go. Yes. It's unnecessary. Everybody's going so you are going. You have no business there. No. No. You go and do administration. You go and do accounting. You, go, you are not focused. Every life failure is traced to a broken focus. No. No. For this purpose was I born. That is what Jesus said. For this cause came I. So Jesus knew why he was here. Don't be a doctor, a lawyer, an administrator. No. 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 Focus. What are you doing? Prophet Nana, I can't be a businessman. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm called to do. No. I can't start at a greater transport business. No. I can't. I know what God has called me to do. As long as I'm in the center, this is what, do you know why you are not happy? You are making money, but you are not in the will of God. If you don't discover what God has called you to do, joy will never come. If you are called to take care of orphans and you are doing another thing, you will do it, but without satisfaction. 
satisfaction comes when you do what God has called you to do. It gives you. That is why when Jesus said he was hungry, but after he preached to the woman at the Samaritan well, when they brought food, he said, I'm satisfied. He said, I have food to eat that nobody knows. He said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish it. So when Jesus had opportunity for crusade, he's satisfied. Bottom line, years can be stolen. And this now we are coming to pray. If you are 50 years, it can be that 10 years has been stolen. And God said, I'll restore. That means, if you are supposed to depart on F90, God must move it to 100. Yes, and on the days to come, I will show you how God can increase the years of people. He told Zechariah, I've added 15 years. I've added 15 years. Because you demanded, I've added. Because you demanded that you don't want to die, I've added. It means that if the devil stole 15 years of Zechariah's life, God added it. Because God said he's going to die. But later he came back and said, I've added. So when restoration comes, what has been stolen, God makes sure that he brings it back. Everybody come to Porter and say, eh, eh, I was talking to somebody and I said, oh, he said, hey, wow. And I said, oh, five years ago when we came here, he said, huh? Say, how many years have you been here? He said, five. It means it's a certain restoration. When you do what you're supposed to do 50 years for five years, then it means that God is restoring. It is, the, it is a realm where you cover the longest distance within the shortest possible time. Restoration has come. It means restoration has come. Yeah. That's why I said, I'll restore years. If you what took your father 50 years to do it in five years, restoration. Because we live in a society that if you don't come under divine restoration, the years it took others, they will even want you to spend more years to get it. That is why in Africa, when elderly people see young people prosper, they have a problem. This is it. Eh, afraid. Eh, eh. No, no, no. Many years ago, God blessed me to go and live in an environment. I had so much enemies in neighbors and I saw that all of them were elderly people. And their problem is that they cannot understand why they are, they are old and you, a young guy, have to come and stay there. You sleep with guineas, I sleep with tongues. Can we be the same? I'm teaching you the keys. You must refuse to be 70 years before you build your first house. My mother taught for over 30 something years and bought a black and white TV. Yes. He used to have a radio called Akasanoma. We opened the back, put uh, evergreen bottle there, and we played. No. I built him a house, bought television, and put him there. Labor. No. Sometimes when you come from a family, if you don't allow the word of God to go to you, you go by the pattern and the mindset of the family. Your background itself can fight your prosperity. You will reject every good thing God gives you. You meet a nice man who wants to marry you. If he comes from a rich family, you suspect him. Now, 
na kobia boma ne kotusia na hati na ne moto mumwi na piepie say ha we na nyamede amame no that is why because there is something from your background it's fighting it yes there it's not funny at all you may think i'm telling you it's not funny at all no when i was traveling with people i started traveling with people abroad to israel and other countries i saw people in church who can afford business class ticket but they will sit in economy and i realized that it's a mindset it means that they are not helping god to promote them when the time comes for you to own your own plane and you are still sitting in a passenger screen you are you are you are limiting god because god says it's not my responsibility you open your mouth wide and i will fill it so some of them literally i told them i said Go and buy a business class ticket and stay there. It is better. You start with economy. People are sitting in the same seat. The same plane, there's another cabin that you are in, like your own room. No man, start from there. Because sometimes God uses us and demonstrates us like trophy. It means that the weight of every king is demonstrated by the people in his kingdom. So your poverty don't glorify God. Me and you are poverty, no. no. So all the chiefs and the kings in Ghana, the one that has weight, they have loyalties and is connected to the people in their kingdom. So God is also a king. And he has a kingdom. And we are the citizens. So our prosperity and our wealth. Jesus Christ. You are not listening to me. Fight it. Stand to your feet. Lift up your two hands. Restore my soul. Restore. Restore my material wealth. Restore my health. Restore my health. Restore everything the devil has stolen from me. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.